Hey, it's Jess. This podcast is basically my audio journal. It is pre-millennial and mostly religious. And if you can get the TV quote that I'm referencing, you win the universe. These are my thoughts on life, motherhood, wifehood, religion, and everyday life. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. Thought I'd start out this podcast episode with a little PSA. I don't know why or what's going on, but I have to clear my throat so often. And my brothers make fun of me for this endlessly. And I don't really know what's going on. But I always have a frog in my throat. And I was thinking about it yesterday. And I realized that I don't drink enough water and consume a lot of sugar. And if you're a cook or a baker of any sort, then you know that a little water and a lot of sugar equals syrup. So basically, my body is just filled with syrup. And I think that's why I have a frog in my throat so often. Anyway, a little tidbit about me. I'm going to start drinking more water, and hopefully we'll get this problem solved. But for now... <clears throat> so, as I was cleaning the kitchen the other day, I was thinking about where I want to take this whole blog slash podcast slash women's retreat thing. And I think I'm suffering from that phenomenon that I've heard on several other podcasts. It's called the imposter syndrome. And I googled it. It's a real thing, but I'm pretty sure the version I have is not clinical by any means. It's simply just a feeling that you have no idea what you're doing and everyone can tell and someone is going to call you out on it eventually. Basically, I thought to myself, who am I to want to do any of this? Do I want to become some sort of influencer? And then at the same time, like, why shouldn't I be an influencer? Especially when I want to influence people to be better and come unto Christ. And then that's my second hang-up. I always worry that I'm being too religious. I mean, people stop going to church because they don't want to hear about this stuff. Why would anyone willingly want to hear me go on about my existential discoveries? But you know what? I can have those negative feelings all I want. And I know that it's just my brain or maybe even Satan trying to stop me from doing a good thing in the world. What it all boils down to is that this is something that I feel called to do. Um, in my patriarchal blessing, it says a lot of great things, but there is a small line in there that tells me that I am not afraid to share my testimony with others and that I should do so often. So I suppose I don't just feel called to do this. I am literally called to do this. And it kind of feels better to say that out loud. Also, third hang up, when I think about other influencers or bloggers or podcasters, etc., I think of their stories. They each have a story, something substantial happened in their lives, which draws people to them and gives them a larger platform. And I don't think I have that sort of thing. I mean, I know everybody has their story, but I don't think mine is like dramatic or substantial enough to draw people in. And if I'm honest, I don't know if I want a story like that, because that means I'll have to go through something that's like heart-wrenching, and I like my life how it is now. I guess if I were to try and think deeply and figure out one thing that I could, like, one thing that could be my story that I could tell everybody, I don't actually want to tell anybody because the skeletons in my closet are, like, stupid and embarrassing and things that I should not have a problem with, you know? It's stuff like, um, I don't know. See, it's hard for me to say this out loud, but it's stuff like me being a very proud person Things that are just my nature that are ridiculous, I feel anyway. 
like my weaknesses and the problems they cause between me and Cade or my family or my kids. Like maybe I'll get to the point where I can fully open up and talk about them. Um, I guess that's probably what I need to work on next. I don't know if anybody wants to hear about that though. Like I don't have a big sad sob story that I that sounds that sounds like I'm making light of the situation for other people, but I'm not like I know that you know most people who have a large following it's because they've gone through something terrible and are keeping their head up somehow. And people like to look at those people and think, oh, I'm going through something terrible. How can I have this great positive attitude like they do? I don't really have a story like that. And I don't really want one. But I don't know. I have weaknesses just like everybody. And speaking of weaknesses, I've been listening to the book Saints on the Gospel Library app. Um, I had actually been meaning to since it came out. But lately I've been hearing about a bunch of people who have listened to it and decided to part ways with the church. And so I was really curious about it. I have only just finished part one, but so far my honest opinion is I love it. It's so good. We say in our church, and it's also in Doctrine and Covenants section 135 verse 3, that Joseph Smith, the prophet and seer of the Lord, has done more, save Jesus only, for the salvation of men in this world than any other man that ever lived in it. And that's totally true. It is true. But it also places Joseph Smith up on a super high pedestal, which might lead some to believe that he was almost as perfect as the only perfect person to ever walk the earth, which is Jesus Christ. However, this book proves that Joseph Smith was just as human as you and me. He was foreordained to restore the gospel, but he was born mortal. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said, Except in the case of his only perfect begotten son, imperfect people are all God has ever had to work with. That must be terribly frustrating to him, but he deals with it. So should we. And when you see imperfection, remember that the limitation is not the divinity of the work. Did you hear the part about except for his only begotten son? He did not include Joseph Smith in that statement, which means that Joseph Smith is one of those other imperfect people that God has to work with. And this makes me feel so much better because I generally like to believe that I am a decent person. I mean, I try my hardest to do what I feel is right, but I mess up a lot. I don't ever feel like I deserve any of the blessings I receive because I'm just average. I'm mediocre. I'm the world's okayest gal. But I have big goals and things that I want to accomplish. And I know that I'm never going to get there on my own. So I'd like to believe that if God could take an imperfect man like Joseph Smith and restore the true gospel and start a movement through him, that would shake things up and change lives for centuries and throughout all the corners of the earth. Maybe he could take an imperfect person like me and use me to brighten up just my own little corner of the world. It's a comforting feeling knowing that you can make a huge mistakes and be forgiven. Knowing that Heavenly Father still has a work for you to do, even if you are constantly messing up. And this applies to everybody. So I want you guys to take that feeling and run with it. If there is something that you have been thinking about doing or that you know would be a good thing to do, just know that you're not perfect and nobody is and Heavenly Father will still help you even though you're not perfect. Isn't that great? Whatever you want to do, go for it. You can do it. And that's my thought this week. Nobody's perfect and neither are you. So don't give yourself too high of expectations. Just get things done. Go forth and conquer. Okay, I hope you guys have a good week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.